Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to Mind Talks. I'm your host, and my name is Ima. TGIF. Thank God it's Friday, and happy public holidays to my Nigerian friends. Today is our Democracy Day, June 12. So, you know, the weekend started yesterday. Whoa, whoa. With a lot going on in the world right now, a serene mind is priceless. So, on today's episode, I'll be talking about the scares of COVID-19 through the eyes of a frontliner. Earlier on, I've mentioned that I'm a medical lab scientist practicing in one of the hospitals in Nigeria. And, you know, that's like a line from the first living in bondage that aired in 1993 or 1992 where Andy was talking about how Polo didn't explain things to him because nobody explained things to me oh we just raised our left hand maybe our right hand and placed left on our chest and said I do solemnly swear I was just swearing because they said I should swear they didn't tell us that one day we are going to jump pandemic and things will go south and we'll have to gather our lives while we are trying to save other people's lives so it is it has not been easy for every health caregiver out there i am telling you there is there is this psychological fear that is beyond what is happening in our environment the fear of losing your patients the fear of even losing yourself while trying to save your patients so first of all i will want to give a mighty shout out to every healthcare worker out there the doctors the nurses the medical lab scientists the radiographers the physiotherapists every one of us the caregivers the support staff that work in the hospital the ward assistants the janitors security men and the drivers of the ambulance practicing in this time of pandemic is not easy but well because this one's because we are superheroes of our time so instead of wearing capes we are wearing lab coats face masks and gloves so salute my people so my dears hmm from my own end it just it gave us a bit of a soft landing because immediately the first case in nigeria the news went out we became more careful we became more guarded we tried to use the we we took every precautionary measure and made sure that while working that we worked with the full ppe on that is personal protective equipment but my dear you know how these things happen and then boom one day everything just starts happening but it started with a gradual process i must say from at least i know from our lab we started getting these funny funny results from patients that come to run their food blood count i remember there was this time i i i did a food blood count for a patient and that had a lymphocyte of 9%. My people, the normal range of lymphocyte is 20 to 40%. So when a patient has that suspicious lymphocytopenia, that is decrease in lymphocytes, it causes, it is a cause for alarm. But 
it just started happening and you know from there yeah they started sending samples to us and they will mark it suspect for covid19 i said wait 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 chill what suspects for covid19 <laughs> so and then we started beefing up everywhere started taking it got to the point that we took out every chair from our reception and took it outside and make sure even outside it was well spaced out and the patient had to come in one after the other but my dear these things happen and there was a patient we admitted sometime that gave complaints of headache fever losing smell and by the time the NCDC were called to come and pick the patient's sample. The person, well, we're trying to stabilize the patients now because that is what we do to save the patient's life. And the sample went out and came back positive. My people, positive. And he raised a, an alarm and we had to lock up the hospital, shut down everywhere. The doctors were kept on isolation. Those who, sent, who were sent the samples to were isolated. And for they were monitored for like a period of 10 days before their samples were collected and the tests were run. And some of them came back positive. And it's not even funny, I'm telling you. Because there is this cleaner that cleans around where I live. That tested positive too oh well i didn't mention i started living in the hospital because i couldn't go home i was scared of going home let me know it's only myself that i'm carrying <laughs> so it's it was it just started getting crazy it got to the point where we started having community spreading and we had to shut down the hospital for like a period of one week and people were still having emergency cases because before coronavirus now people had typhoid people had malaria people had hepatitis people had liver diseases so you will not tell coronavirus to now come and wipe everybody out and take place and what will now happen to those who have other other diseases so we still did a little emergency services and walking through the hospital hallways you you see this fear in everybody's face it's not even something that is nice you know everybody is scared they don't know what to expect they don't know what to say oh um this person is positive oh this person is negative everybody everybody in fact every patient became a suspect not just patients even colleagues someone comes to be like what hold yourself well don't touch me because you don't know who is carrying what but then it's it started being so the fear started being so palpable hey do you know sometimes then when i wake up in the morning and i want to go to work my mind will fly because i don't know who i'm going to meet what i'm going to meet let me just you people about this particular sunday that Sunday that the hospital was shut down, I didn't even know what was happening. I came to work. Well, normally, when I came, since this 
COVID started, I don't open the hospital gates with my hand. I use my feet to push so that I just walk in. So my dear, walked into the hospital and everywhere was unbelievably quiet and almost swept out. I was wondering what is happening. Why is everywhere? Then I saw people fumigating. Hey, whoa, I ran back. Oh, eh? Why? Why? Why are they fumigating? Wait, what? Is this is not fumigation for snake or mosquito? So why are they fumigating? So one of my senior colleagues now called me aside that we are having suspects. So in fact, that the person is not even a suspect. That the case has been confirmed already. The person has come in contact with other people, so they are trying to fumigate the door handle, fumigate everywhere. The fumigation was just everywhere. And that day, I just went by the corner. I started praying. I didn't even know what I was telling God, but I just really wanted to be safe. I was saying, eh, eh. so like this, I go just come, say I did do work to save people's life and lose my own. Yeah, God forbid, though. So after that, we they beefed up our PPEs. Started trying us. Started wearing using face shields, and at some point we just stopped attending to patients. Everybody to, should stay in their house unless it's actually an emergency that you know is a matter of life and death. So, but then gradually we started. We are adjusting because you know that's that is what this thing is. Oh, I I saw in the news when one of the prime ministers was saying that COVID nineteen is like a wife. <laughs> that if you marry a wife that knocks, that you will have to deal with it, or you will complain. So they you will just have to start living with it and start managing yourself. While we are still expecting the COVID nineteen vaccine from the World Health Organization. We're still being careful. It got to this point where our facility was used as isolation center because all the isolation centers in my state is filled up. <laughs> so the NCDC just advised that we just hold on to those who have tested positive now. That's that is why that's that is why the hospital was shut down for the time it was. So, but later on, it got reopened and all that. And do you people know that patients were still coming to the hospital during the time the hospital was shut down? Seriously, it's marveled me, oh. Patients that would just complain, you know, this slight ailment, especially NHIS patients. I'm, I'm sorry I'm not trying to hit on anybody or trying to be, say hot for things, but... I mean, if it's something you can manage, if you feel you can contain yourself in your house, is it not better to stay at home than to come to the hospital and catch something that is not even your business? Then, I I was literally scared of going to work, but people just, they just come into the hospital like it's nothing. They don't even mind. They will just swore down in the hospital that they want to see doctor. Oh, that they feel they are having constipation. Oh, how they feel they are you know ah ah this is nigeria oh are there no traditional methods to cure that so my dear that is it though and is finished i'm making this particular episode and i feel a little bit of relief 
not because COVID-19 has gone entirely but you know there is this light of hope that even though we know that we've not had any vaccine yet we we are trying to encourage ourselves to to do better like walking on the road now is rare to pass by someone who is not wearing a nose mask even when they are not wearing it on their nose they are having it on their job but at least you know that there is this you know there is this um consciousness to be careful that is amongst us and then i don't want to talk about those that said this cons- conspiracy theory just day your day in your house and pray to your god that nothing will happen to you because why would you think that this is conspiracy theory when people are dying why would you even in this your life engage in that kind of conversation but then people in other states who don't really know what is happening i reside in lagos nigeria but then there are people in other states who have like two cases from their states and you know when they say two cases they say mm, ah, it's, but it's political propaganda Kiniko, ah why would you be saying it's political propaganda biko so just please refrain from passing information and saying it's political propaganda or saying it's conspiracy theory that there is nothing like coronavirus coronavirus is real oh hmm coronavirus is super real and it's killing people because this was the problem that the health workers in the uk had and then in italy they were trying to as much as they could to take care of the patients they they had then but because there was there was no consciousness out there it kept on spreading there was no awareness it kept on spreading and you know my dear when the health sector becomes overwhelmed you will not kill yourself now if you're taking care of three patients as it at a time they will not give you 10 because everybody's sick is still that's it's still that three that you're able to handle at a time so it's really made those who didn't get enough care to lose their life to it may their souls rest in peace so please be careful the kind of information you spread be careful how we discourage people about doing the right things because there are people that will say don't wash your hand why are you washing your hand okay you think it's washing your hand that will save you from coronavirus yes please washing your hand will save you from coronavirus so so it's important that we do the right things that we keep doing the right things i know we've been trying it has not been easy yeah even on the economic sector it has really not been easy a friend was telling me a story about how some of his friends were laid off from work because you know when you're doing a work now that your services are not required during the pandemic the there are places that had a shutdown of almost three months two months so instead of just keeping the staff on their list and not paying them or doing anything or trying to pay a palliative they just laid people off so it has really not been easy in this time that was why i started saying that in this time having a serene mind that you're just sitting like this and you have things bothering you but it's not making you mad (laughs) having a serene mind at this point is really priceless so we hold the fort 
we keep on we keep on doing the right things we keep on washing our hands wearing our face masks sneezing into sneezing into our sleeves and maintaining social distancing because it's important you maintain social distancing so today for the first time in a long while i came home to see my people and everybody is happy now guess what you guys in this area that my family is living i came i was wearing nose mask and all of them were looking at me like i have two heads i don't know why <laughs> oh one now came and said why are you wearing nose mask coronavirus has gone joe i said whoa I'm wearing nose marks to save your life. Oh. <laughs> I'm wearing nose marks to save your life. Oh. But really, why 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 won't some people just wear their nose mask? I don't know why. Wear your nose marks. Maintain social distancing. Just proper washing your hand. We are going to conquer this. It will get to the point where there is nobody that will test positive again because we've all done the right things we've all stayed out of the road when we are not doing anything because lagos road will always have traffic coronavirus so no coronavirus i don't know what people are looking for outside but then you understand that people are coming out to hustle people are coming that there are people who their daily bread is dependent on going out if they don't go out that day that means they are not going to feed their family for the day so it's really not easy but then it's people it's somebody that is alive now that will hustle for money so yeah that would be all for this episode you know i just wanted to pour out my mind a little because hmm, there was a point there that this corona scare i was close to being depressed like it was just remaining small i would wake up and say i'm not going to work again whatever that will happen will happen i say i do slimly swear uh-huh. they add pandemic to that <laughs> so for my dear i just wanted to let off steam and talk to you people ah shout out to my mom and to everyone who called me during this period ha that time it started there was this eight minutes video audio yeah 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 eight minutes audio that went around on whatsapp you guys before 8 a.m that morning i got i got that audio from my like 15 people hey god i was almost running mad i had to go and tell people please stop sending it to me i've seen the audio i've had the i've listening to it though thank you but then it was i knew i a little bit of overreacted by telling them not to send it but i also know that is from a place of safety they are trying to care for me and make sure that i stay safe so thank you very much for looking out for us thank you for caring for us thank you for always calling to know if we've eaten if we are coughing if you are running temperature and thank you for all those that will call and say can you still perceive anything (laughs) yes i can still perceive everything and i am fine and you know we are okay we are trying to be safe we are trying to take every precautionary measure and stay alive for you guys so 
thank you very much for those who reach out to care workers thank you for those who pray for us that is that is like the highest gift thank you for those thank you to those who pray for us those who send us money (coughs) thank you very much so yeah that will be all for today's episode remember to share so that your friends will listen to it too remember to subscribe so that when i post another episode you'll be notified thank you very much very much very much for having my time remember in the world where you can be anything please be kind bye